Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Decomplication Dressage podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and if you are new here, my name is Jess Gale and this podcast is all about giving you the knowledge that you need to train your horse the way that you want to. Now today's episode is something that I'm so excited to share with you because so many of you have been asking me about straightness. It is so important and I think it's always on people's minds because the centre line is the first and last thing that you do in a test. And obviously the straightness is one of the most important things about our centre line. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about what you actually need for a straight horse, why straightness is important. And then we're going to look at how do you know and how do you find out if your horse is straight. And then at the end, we're going to go into how you can improve your straightness. So we're going to look at you as the rider. We're going to look at all three paces, so the walk, the trot and the canter. And we're also going to look at your straightness on a circle, which I know seems like a little bit of a weird concept, but I will explain it all as we go through this episode. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, please do let me know. I love hearing about all the places you're listening to the podcast, how it's helped you and what you're putting into your training. I love reading your messages. It genuinely does make my day. So please do keep sending them in and keep sharing the podcast. The best way to share it is to just take a screenshot, share it to social media and you can tag us and let us know what you thought and what parts of the episode you're going to be applying into your training this week. You can find us at Decomplicating Dressage on both Facebook and Instagram. And also, one last thing, if you would leave a review, I would be hugely grateful. The more reviews we have, the more the podcast gets seen, and hopefully then the more people it will be able to help too. So for those of you that have already left a review, thank you. And if you're about to, thank you again. Let's get into today's episode then. So I think we can all agree that a horse's straightness is important. It's something that crops up, obviously, regularly in a test. It will be the start and end of every test you ever do in dressage. And those centre lines 
yes, they focus on your straightness, but so do your halts, so do your circles. And I know that sounds weird, but we'll get back to that. Your transitions, your diagonals, the list goes on. Your straightness is so important in your test. But not only that, it's included as one of the main building blocks of dressage. So the scales of training, and we'll talk about that later, but it is one of the main building blocks of the scales of training. Finally as well, a horse that is straight is going to produce better quality work. And that straightness is also going to reduce that risk of injury because the horse is going to be using both sides of their body evenly rather than potentially overworking a specific side or a specific limb. So what do we actually need for a straight horse then? So for those of you that are unsure, when we spoke about the scales of training, they are basically the fundamental basics that every horse must have and they go in order too. So theoretically, you cannot have or you can't achieve one scale without having already achieved the previous scales. But as your horse progresses through the levels, the degree to which you need each scale increases. So, for example, the level of suppleness that's required at a prelim is far less than that of a horse at Grand Prix. And the same applies for all those scales. So I've done an individual podcast already on each of those scales and they were some of the first ones that I ever did and you can go back and listen to them it's literally podcast episodes one two three four five I think um but let me take you through those scales so the first one is rhythm the second one is suppleness the third one is contact the fourth one is impulsion the fifth one is straightness and the sixth one is collection So from what we said before then about if you want to achieve one scale, you need to have achieved those previous scales before to some degree. When looking at straightness, then we can assume that we can't have a straight horse until they have some degree of rhythm, suppleness, contact and impulsion. So in other words, your horse needs to be pushing with his hind legs. That's your impulsion over a supple soft back, which is your suppleness into an even contact and that's obviously your contact and that's going to be your four things so how do you actually know if your horse is straight because a lot of the time both it doesn't really matter whether it's a rider or a horse straightness issue it's generally harder for the rider to pick up than someone on the ground watching and this is just because A horse and rider combination won't suddenly be crooked unless obviously there's an injury or a change of saddle or there's something else going on. But generally, if it's a training issue, it's going to evolve over time. And so the rider will think that this crookedness is kind of what feels normal. And so it's very easy to assume that a horse's normal is straight. So a rider might think they're straight when in fact they're crooked. And so when you change this and you create a straight horse and rider... It can be that what ends up happening is that the rider actually feels that they're not straight when they actually are, and vice versa. They may feel that they are straight when they actually aren't. And this is why mirrors, videoing your training, having someone on the ground is so beneficial because they're going to be the people that are going to pick up that crookedness a lot quicker than the rider potentially might. So the best exercise that I 
do to check a straightness is to just ride a couple of center lines and either if you're lucky enough to have mirrors you can use your mirrors or just ask someone to stand on that center line and video you and ride just literally chop down your center line and do it a couple of times because then you'll be able to establish obviously firstly if your horse is crooked but secondly if there's a pattern so it might be that they're always swinging their quarters to the right or it might be that they're always dropping their shoulders to the left and if you want to as well, you can add in a halt transition as well to see which way your horse naturally goes. Don't try to override this part because this part is about working out what you and your horse naturally do. So don't try and fix anything or cover it up. Let it happen so that then once you know what the problem is, you can then look at actually fixing this rather than trying to save it every time. So let's go into the main part of this episode then. How can we actually improve our straightness? Now we're going to look at a couple of different parts. So we're going to look at rider straightness first. Then we're going to look at our straightness in our walk, trot and canter because how we work through this is going to be different each time. And then at the end, we're going to look at our straightness on a circle. And I will explain that at the end because I know it's a bit, doesn't really make sense. So let's start first with our rider straightness because it's a bit controversial because some people argue that horses like us have one side stronger than the other and others say that horses are naturally straight but that it's a rider's crookedness that creates that lack of straightness. I personally think I obviously need to do more research on this to actually come up with a definitive answer but One thing I do know for sure is that a crooked rider definitely can create a crooked horse. Because if you imagine you have a rider that naturally leans a little bit more to the right, that horse is going to have to compensate for that and won't be physically able to move straight. So this is why it's so important before we even look at training our horse to be straight, we need to look at ourselves as the rider to make sure that we're not the cause of the problem. Again, this is where videoing comes in really handy. See if you can ask someone to video you on your horse riding, firstly from behind and then side on. If you see any crookedness, then address that and you can do that with an instructor to help with your position or using exercises to strengthen your weaker side. Or you might find that actually just being aware of your habit actually helps you to put changes in place to help your horse. Either way, though, the point I really want to get across is you need to look at you as the rider first because you might find but by fixing your crookedness, actually, the problem that you're having with your horse completely goes away. So that's rider straightness first. Now let's go into our three paces. So let's start in the walk because the walk is probably one of the hardest paces to keep the horse straight. And this is because... Going back to those scales of training, we know that we need rhythm, we need suppleness, we need contact and we need impulsion for a straight horse. But the walk is one of the slowest paces. It is the slowest pace. So you're not going to have the same amount of impulsion as you have in the trot and the canter. So this is why it's really important that we make sure that the horse is moving forward. So start with the rhythm, making sure that your horse feels soft and relaxed and you work through that suppleness then you can focus on making sure your horse is pushing forward in that walk and really pushing 
forward, I mean taking you forward in the walk. And this is going to be the bit that generally will be the crux of your problem, is that impulsion part. So fix that and make sure that you're really getting that walk pushing forward. And then you can look at the contact, making sure that it's nice and even, as that will be your kind of last port of call for checking your straightness and making sure that your horse is straight. Again, like I said, we need those four building blocks of rhythm, suppleness, contact and impulsion to be able to create a straight horse. Now, if you come across that one of these things is a bit of a struggle to get, just go back to basics and focus on that first and then come back to looking at your straightness later. So if you find that you actually really struggle to get your horse pushing forward in that walk, just double check that you actually have your horse pushing forwards in the trot and the canter. Because it might be that actually you need to work on your impulsion first before you can even think about your straightness. Similarly, if you find that actually your horse really struggles to have an even contact, that is something you need to look at first before you come back and look at your straightness. So when we look at straightness in the trot then, obviously we have that bit more impulsion on our side. But the same theory still works though. Make sure your horse is pushing from their hind legs through their body into that even contact. And you want to imagine, a great way that I love explaining it is to imagine that you're squeezing a tube of toothpaste. So you're squeezing with your calves and imagine that you're pushing the energy that is created from the hind legs through the horse's body into the contact. And you want to imagine it's like you're squeezing a tube of toothpaste, but you've still got the cap on. So that pressure builds up and builds up as you push the toothpaste up to the top of like the toothpaste packet, but you've still got the cap on. So that pressure builds up and that is basically what our contact is. It's just that build up of pressure. Now, if you're practicing your straightness, a great thing to do is to just practice down your three quarter lines. You'll feel that your horse naturally wants to drift to the track. So that's a really good way to actually practice your straightness. And it means that you don't have to keep going all the way around the outside again to come back onto your center line. When we look at straightness in canter, then this can be a whole different ball game when a horse is unbalanced. So generally, if a horse struggles to balance themselves in the canter, the way that they compensate for this is to swing their quarters in to then avoid having to sit on their hind legs. To fix this then, what we're going to want to do is to take a half hold with the outside rein and this is going to encourage the horse firstly to rebalance themselves and secondly to then carry their weight on both their hind legs rather than just that inside hind leg. If you want to learn a bit more about half halts as an aid, when to use it, what aids to use, its uses in training, its uses in a test, we've done a whole episode on the half halts, which I think it's episode 29. So if half halts is something you want to look at or you struggle with that straightness in the canter, definitely go and listen to that episode 29 on half halts. That's a really good one to go back and listen to. Finally then, straightness on a circle. Now, there is a big misconception that straightness only relates to when you're on a straight line, and this is very definitely not true. Straightness on a circle basically just means that the horse's hind legs are following their front legs. So like how you imagine down a straight line, you would want to see the shoulders and the front legs 
and the hind legs immediately behind. That's what creates our straight line. And the same thing still applies even though our horse is going round on a circle. We still want those hind legs to be following in the tracks of those front legs. Now, if we have that straightness on a circle, this is going to help the horse firstly to be more balanced. And secondly, it's going to stop our horse falling out or falling in on the circle. Now, if you want to find out whether your horse is straight on a circle, the best thing to do is to ride just a 10 metre circle in the middle of the arena, away from any walls, any fence lines, and you, away from any tracks. That's the most important part. So ride a couple of these circles and you can do it in walk, you can do it in trot, you can do it in canter. But ride a couple of these circles and think about whether you feel that your horse wants to make the circle smaller or whether he wants to make it bigger. Now, if he wants to make it smaller, that tells you that he is falling in. And if he wants to make it bigger, that tells you that he's falling out through the shoulders. And you can do the same on the other rein too. This exercise is going to help you understand whether your horse always likes to fall onto the left or right shoulder. Or it's going to tell you whether they always fall in or always fall out. Finding the pattern is going to help you establish where your problem is. And then we can go from there to then look at fixing it. Again, when it comes to improving the straightness on our circles, we first need to make sure it's not us as the rider that's creating the problem. So, for example, a rider that is stronger with their right rein may find that the horse always falls out on the right rein, so falls out through that left shoulder, and on the left rein, they always want to fall in, again, onto that left shoulder, just because that rider is holding on with that right rein and giving too much with that left rein. This is just an example, but it's really important to make sure that your crookedness isn't creating your horse's crookedness. In which case, all that's going to happen is you're going to work really hard to try to improve your horse's straightness, but you're not going to end up seeing much improvement. You might even find that once you are straight, that that problem that you're having with the straightness on the circles completely goes away. When it comes to improving your horse's straightness on a circle, so let's say you've had a look at yourself as a rider, you're confident that your riding isn't the thing that's creating the problem, then we need to look at improving your horse's straightness on a circle. And we have written a whole podcast on what we call the inside leg to outside rein connection. And this is an incredible tool that's going to help you to create a straight horse on a circle. And let me find out what episode that is, because this is going to be the thing that is going to help you to get your horse actually straight on your circle. So I've just found it, then it is episode 22 to improve slash create um, that inside leg to outside ring connection, which is going to be the thing that's going to help so much with your straightness on your circles. So there you have it, guys, improving your straightness, both on your straight lines and on your circles, in walk, in trot, in canter. I would love to know what you thought about this episode, what parts you've taken on board, what parts have been really helpful, and what parts you're going to be putting into your training. Do keep sharing the podcast, and thank you to those of you that are sharing it. Each podcast that goes up each week, we're having more and more listeners, and that is totally down to you guys that are sharing it. I know that a lot of you are sharing it with other riders on your yard and your friends, as well as on social media. So thank you to everyone that is helping to build this amazing community of riders that are wanting to improve their dressage knowledge and make themselves better riders and trainers. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I will see you next time. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.